Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. ED. Yo. <laughs> it's about that time. Ooh. Here we go again. It just feels right this time of year. We know the opponent, Niners, Cowboys in the postseason, back-to-back years now. Uh, nostalgia. Take me back to, 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 to Lil Ray growing up watching football, falling in love with these Niners. So here we go. Here we go. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. Of course, we know who the, uh, the participants will be. Uh, in the divisional, mm-hmm. Niners will be back at home, red paint in the end zone, and they'll welcome the Dallas Cowboys for the NFC divisional round. We'll get into that. Dallas has talked a lot about last year's meeting and the Super Wild Card uh, weekend matchup. We'll, we'll, and, and how will that have an impact on this year? Uh, or at least, what have they said about last year that uh, goes into this season's game? Uh, we'll talk Dak. We'll talk Purdy. We'll break it all down for you right here on the Believe in 49ers pod. As always, we want to encourage you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like or a follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead, hit that like or follow button. Give us a like on YouTube as well. That's Believe in 49ers, B-L-E-A-V. And feel free to get involved in the show on social media. I'm at R. Haylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at ED25. As always, we're brought to you by the fine folks at Bet Online. Look, whatever you want, they got you covered. Niners, Cowboys, covered. Whatever it is in the NFL going on this weekend and beyond, they got you. NHL, NBA, whatever it is that you want, college hoops, hit, hit up the fine folks at bet online just go to the website betonline.ag to get 50 percent on your welcome 50 percent on your welcome bonus and using the promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v he is super bowl champion eric davis i'm rashawn haylock so ed um got to watch that game uh mm-hmm. parts of it part i'm not gonna say i watched the whole game but uh not, not gonna lie to the people like that but did get to see parts of the game, the Cowboys-Buccaneers game, on Monday night. Uh, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, you know, the winner, had the Giants won, the winner of this uh, Buccaneers and Cowboys game will be coming to the field of jeans on a short week. And so uh, you talk about less time to prepare, this, that, or the other. One thing that struck me, though, yeah, it may be less time to prepare for the Cowboys because they're on a short week. Um, but the Niners didn't know who they were playing, right? <laughs> Until after that game ended. Yeah. Game. So as far as that goes, the, the timeline is still the same. Still, the Niners have had a couple extra days of rest. Anyways, uh, the Cowboys win that game on Monday night. Your first reaction upon them winning? Um, You know what? We talked about it before. I, I said I wouldn't be surprised if Brady pulled something out and, and they tricked it off. The Cowboys tricked it off. But, you know, we talked about it. I said, Cowboys should win. I was like, they're a better team. They should win. Uh, and uh, they did. So it didn't shock me, um, them doing what they did. Tampa is not a good football team. And and on top of that, they had a bad day. So you're, you know, you're less than average ball club and you didn't play well. So that was, that's what's supposed to happen. Dallas was a good football team. So, so um, I was like, great. That was great. And, and like I said, I didn't care which one of them won because they were going to come in and get bloodied anyway. So <laughs> Dallas Dallas is going to come in 
And Dallas was a better football team last year. They were a better football team. They're not built to take the punishment that they're about to take. Yeah, that's that's hey, the difference. The, the twenty what was this? The twenty twenty one version of the Cowboys were better than the twenty twenty two version of the Cowboys. Is what you're saying? Yes, okay. yes. Why do you think? That? Why they they were better offensively? They could score. Um, the, the quarterback was playing what better? Um, they were more of a threat. Uh, the 49ers weren't as good offensively or defensively last year. They weren't. And they beat them up. I don't know why they possibly think that it's going to be any different this year. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember that. I remember going into that game. Um, and I mean, here we go again, right? And you know, here we go again. Here we go. Me, me, me and and just my thoughts about the Cowboys. Uh, you looked at Diggs. You looked at you know the year he had last season, Parsons as well. Um, there was legitimate concern on my part, and I, and I told you, and you said, yeah, you you said you, you and it played out almost identical to how you how you said it would play out. Uh, I was a little bit surprised by obviously the the final score ended up being a one a one score game and Dallas had an opportunity at the end and that was just because of just kind of some weird stuff happening there at the end but um, it was a game that the Niners pretty much dominated and it was uh-huh. their style of game right like remember this wasn't this team that was scoring thirty plus points a game like this was you know heavy run game you know we're gonna hit you in the mouth defensively you know nothing's going to be pretty but it was just going to be an ugly brand of football and that's how they were going to beat you and that's exactly the way that game was on the uh-huh. road no yeah. less and it ends up going coming down to that um i don't want to say controversial call but dallas you know they, they, they get all the way they're, they're trying to have this they ran out of time and they ran out of time right ran out of time. see all the stunned cowboys fans and, and those uh, some stunned, some shocked, some in disbelief, some angry, you know, flipping off uh, Trent Williams and company as they're walking off the field and all that. So I, I can say this, the, the level of concern, not as great heading into this one as it was uh, last season when these two teams met in the playoffs. Now, that being said, uh, the the – for me on Monday, it was the it was the bad day for the Buccaneers. That that was the part that uh threw me a bit for a loop. Like I, I I had a I thought Dallas would win. Uh didn't know that they would win as handily as they yeah, did. Right? yeah. I thought the Bucks would have a little bit more for them, but you know, as you mentioned, it was it ended up being one of those nights. And it may be the last night for Tom in a Bucks uniform. Uh that's neither here nor there though. But immediately after the game, the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. They get to talking. This is who we want. Being the Niners, right? Like, of course, we've been waiting for this for a whole year, right? Like, they've okay. got all that was their fuel the entire off season, the entire twenty twenty two regular season, knowing that. I love it. They couldn't get on the ball quick enough, and they they ran. They simply ran out of time, right? And, and that's just been the the jet fuel for the. 2022 Cowboys, and now they get their shot. They're going to go into the field of jeans on Sunday uh, late afternoon, and this is their chance to sort of make good on what happened last year. They want the Niners, and that's kind of what stood out to me (laughs) Monday night, right? It sounds good in theory, (laughs) but they don't want that smoke. They don't want that smoke. It sounds good. You may as well. You may as well, you know, sell all those wolf tickets 
you may as well just just get there and scream and howl at the moon because you have to play them. They will have to come to Santa Clara. They got to walk out there on the field of jeans. They don't have a choice. So you may as well sit here and talk all this trash while you can, because that's what happens. You get to do all of that all week long. And, but then sooner or later, they kick it off. And when they kick it off, <laughs> all right. So go ahead and talk. Go ahead and enjoy it. Go ahead and, you know, say say all this. We've been waiting all year. What, you've been waiting to get put out again? So you've literally been waiting all year to get put out again by the same team. Hey, put that on. A, okay. Hey, we're E-Dub. We're uh, Alex. Put that on a T-shirt. But sooner or later, we got to kick it off. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, you know, you can do all that talking. I mean, it, it, I mean it's great. It's great. It, it, it's, it's great. It, it gets your fan base riled up. Yeah, we've been waiting for this, too. No. No, you don't have the squad. They don't have the squad to come into Candlestick. Uh, Candlestick, wow, into Levi. Because this is this is the thing right now, and this is, I'm looking at this game. Um, and I just I touched on it already. Dallas is not as good as they were offensively, and the defense controlled them. This defense is better than it was last year. I don't think you're going to just run through this defense and put up a lot of points. Offensively, we could barely score last year. That's not a problem right now. So Dallas, you had a better defense last year. You had a better offense last year. I mean, at the way you were playing at that time. And I'm just looking at it. I don't, I don't see it. I, this is playoffs is all about matchups and they don't match up. They don't match up. Yeah, you got some players on your team that can make some plays. We know that. I know that. But it's just, dude, it's, it's too much sauce. <laughs> we just got way too much sauce. So the level of concern for me against Dallas, it's like Seattle. It's non-existent. They are in the way. I am looking through Dallas. I just love the fact that they spent all year worried about us. I like it. I like it. I, I mean, I, I this is great. This is great. I'm so glad this rivalry is renewed because that's what happened. This is where a rivalry comes into play. This is it, people. This is how, and that's why you know what I beat you, or you beat me when it matters. That's how rivalries are made. Just because we play each other all the time, that's what I say. Arizona is not a rival. It's not a rival for the 49ers. But the 49ers are a rival to Arizona because they want what you have and you've beaten them so much. You don't feel it. That's why I say I don't lose any sleep over the Rams. I beat them too many times. I can't concern myself with, with that swoosh on the side of a helmet because it never was in my way. Uh, this right here is a true rivalry. I love it. These games, you know, beating these guys up right now, I love the fact that the head coach, it's in his blood. He was there in the 90s when we were sitting there fighting these guys, so he doesn't like them either. I, I, I love it. I, I respect them, but I don't like people saying it all the time. I need to let it go. Like, no, I don't. No, I don't. I like the, I like the guys. I have, I have tons of respect for those guys that played on those squads. I got tons of respect for them. That whole that whole coaching staff, Jimmy. I like Jimmy Johnson. All those. I mean, it, it was great. I like Troy, Mike. I mean, I can go on the defense. All of those guys, Woody, and all of them. I like them all. Nate and E Dub. All those cats. Respect them. Hated them. Hated that star. Still hate that star. 
Still hate that star. But anyway, it's back it's, to this one. I, 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 I like that they don't like us, and let's go beat them down again. I heard a story today. Fred Warner grew up a Cowboys fan. Now he hates the Cowboys. Uh, you talked about um, – you talked about Kyle, right? Just growing up with it. Uh, I got a whole family of Cowboys fans. We fighting. <laughs> we, yeah, well, it's, they, it's, they, it's all. It's they, all, won't it's all they won't fight you this week. They, won't fight you. <laughs> they, they got a couple more days that they can fight. They got a couple more days, but then we go kick it off. And then we go kick it off. We put that on the t-shirt, and then we go kick it off. Um, this yeah. is Believe Forty Nine ers podcast. I don't believe he is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. Summer Sean Haylock. All right, so we look at this. We we look at defensively, right? The Cowboys defense and and Purdy isn't Hurts. He isn't even Daniel Jones for that matter. But he's not a statue like Brady, right? They were able to get a, a considerable amount of pressure on Brady. Yeah, Brady can't uh, move. Brady Brady can't move. He's, and he and he looked he looked like he couldn't move. He's never been mobile, but he looked old in that game. The part that I watch, he couldn't move, and that's easy. You, you know, you can't do that. It's the same with Dallas. It's a good defensive front. You can't have a quarterback standing in one spot anymore uh, because the defensive linemen are just too fast now. So you have to have – got to have a guy that can move. And back to what you were saying about Purdy, he can move. He, he can move, and, and but also the weapons, right? Uh, yep. Considerable amount of more weapons on the Niners yep. offense yep. than on – uh, the Buccaneers offense, right? So it's so not much so, so much so that you could a guy can afford to have a bad day. Yeah, that's 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 the issue with the 49ers offense. So let's just say McCaffrey's off. Well, you still got to worry about Debo. Ayu. You still got to worry about um, Mitchell. You still got to worry about Kittle. Let's just you know what I'm saying? Let's just Kittle. Kittle can't get open. All right. So let's throw let, – we'll, we'll put McCaffrey out in the pass route since y'all want to go with him. Okay, well, De- Devo is just not getting it done today. Well, guess what? We're going to – Kittle, I, you, you guys take over. It's just – there's too many. It, it's pick your poison. And they're playing well. And they're playing well. And we're – the strength of the Dallas – D. I don't want to – the strength of the Dallas defense may be their pass defense, right? They've not been good against the run. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're bottom – bottom 10 of the league in in run defense right and that's obviously something that kyle likes to do and wants to do uh, yeah. a lot so so there's that aspect of it too that's that's the we're coming at you we're going to hit you in the mouth part and you're going to have to be i think debo said uh, i believe it was debo after the seahawks game right I, I, I believe it was debo i hope i'm not misquoting miss, miss uh misquoting him but um he said yeah they came in here they wanted a fight, but how long are you going to be able to continue the fight? Essentially, that, right? That, that toughness I'm talking about. That, what, what do I say? How do you show your toughness as an offense? The way you run the ball, your commitment to running the ball. Defense is hitting people. How do you hit people? How do you get to the ball? How, how, how many bodies are trying to smash every time the ball carrier gets the ball? When you get a defense like that, it's hard to run on them. Because because guys are showing up to hit the ball carrier. You don't have a lot of free space to run in. That's what I'm saying. The Niners are just tougher than Dallas. So you, you look at it right there. 
you are you're at the bottom of the league when it comes to stopping another team's run, which is where they which is where an offense is going to present its strength. They're going to present their toughness in the run game. And you keep getting bullied. Man, please, all that, all that rah-rah, we've been waiting for you. Okay, good luck with that. Good, you, are, you, you are out of your weight class. It sounds good. It, it sounds good. But you better, you know, I, I mean, Mayweather a bad boy. He ain't trying to fight Tyson. <laughs> Big facts. Uh, that, that said, um, they're cold playmakers on that defense, right? You, you got obviously Diggs had the great year last season. Mm-hmm. Numbers not quite where they are, where they were a year ago. Um, he's someone you got to watch out in the past game. But Michael Parsons, I mean, he, he he's he's Player. he's a dude. He's a dude, right? Yeah. And so how how do if you're Kyle Shanahan, uh, how do you you're Kyle Shanahan in, in this offense? How you combat against him having himself a day? Well, he's an edge rusher. So he, so there are so many things you can do away from him. There are so many things you can do to, to um, negate his speed. He's a he's a speed guy. Uh, he can play the run well. I mean, he's an all around good player. He's a he's a Bosa type player. Um, but you just do things opposite of it, and they can. You you get you use the speed against him with misdirection stuff, which is a major part of this offense. Um, you you do what they do a lot of times. Guess what? I, I know you're coming and you're coming hard. Well, you're going to have guys coming at multiple layers. Like first Trent Williams is going to hit you and then Juice is going to hit you. And on that same play, now here comes Kittle who's about to hit you, Oh, yeah, you know, to create that lane. That's what they do. That's what I see Kyle doing. Um, you know, he's there. You know, he's a special guy. He's capable of he's capable of making plays and he will probably make a play. You you just you don't want him to make that play and you don't put him in position to make that play. And you got to understand that from all aspects of it, that being the quarterback as well. You know, when he's singled up, you know that this guy is capable of beating a single block. You know that you can't just be standing there forever when he's singled up, because more than likely he's going to get to you. That's that's who he is. He's going to win more of those than not. I don't care who it is. Um, you know, let's maybe, you know, you're locking him up with Trent. You may, you may say, I got a little bit more time, but he's eventually going to win. So that, that's what you do. You, you run the offense, but you, you account for that player. No difference in, you, you know, I, I'm playing against a corner that I know is tough to catch balls on. I'm not going to sit there and make my game plan to throw at him. But I got the other side of the field. Well, for that matter, I got the entire rest of the field. So why would I try to make my game plan to go directly at this guy? Yes, I'm going to take some some shots. I'm going to see if I can catch him sleeping. I'm going to do some things to try and set him up. But the majority of what I do will be away from this guy um, in certain situations where I know he's at his best. That's all. You know, he that's that's the way that's the way I see you you playing that out. Um because he's not going to just take over the game. You can't allow him to do that. You can't. You can't allow him to, to just take over the games. That 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 will that won't be mean, that won't mean good things for the Niners offensively. But he's a guy. I mean, like you you mentioned, he's an edge rusher. He he's been dynamic in that role. But he's a guy that'll move around a little bit. You saw him earlier this week. Uh, you know, line up on the inside uh, on the mm-hmm. interior. So so he's he's you know they they Dan Quinn kind of getting a little bit creative uh, here. Um, in, in terms of the way he, he he's using him. I think 
you know, one of the more interesting things to me is, you know, Quinn versus Kyle, right? Um, you know, these yeah. guys, you know, they they led Atlanta to a Super Bowl appearance, right? I mean, these guys, they spent a lot of time around one another. And so uh, I think that's an interesting chess match in itself um, that we saw, you know, to an extent last year. And that that obviously is going to play itself out uh, again here on on Sunday. Um one thing, this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. One thing that is interesting to me, and we talked about this weeks ago, like when, when McCaffrey came, and I mentioned sort of a, a just all the weapons, right? And and it's like, okay, you know, it could be these guys on a given night or these guys on a given night, and, and you used a Warriors analogy. Um, I think you said Clay and Steph, Uh it may have been the analogy that, that you use as it relates to McCaffrey and, and Debo. Um, but it th- there was something else that I heard that, that really struck me, and that's this thought of positionless basketball, right? You, you see the NBA, mm-hmm. you see college basketball, yep. you see that, that's kind of where even at the lower levels, right? Um, you know, high school, AAU, things of that nature, you, you kind of see that that's kind of where the game has gone over the course of the last couple of years. And the Warriors have been – uh, kind of the great initiators of that, so to speak. But Kyle Shanahan sort of bringing that philosophy to the football field, right? So, you know, what in a sense is 21 personnel may not look like 21 personnel yeah. in the football field if you're if you're the opposing defense. And I was watching something uh, late last night and, 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 and they were having this conversation. I thought it was very interesting. But it's one of those things where it really – you really put the opposing defense in a bind if you're caught, yeah. right? And, and he, te- we, he checks your rules. He, te- he tests your rules. And, 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 and well, that, that's kind of the part I want you to expound on, right? Because it's we saw this a little bit last year when Debo became the wide back, and you know it became this big phenomenon through the postseason. And it's okay, is he a running back? Is he a wide receiver? You know, mm-hmm. out of the other. And we saw, but now it's even a greater deal, right? Now it's. Now, not only is it Debo as the wide back, but now you also got McCaffrey. You can kind of do the same. Yeah. Hell, Juice yeah. even lined up in the slot at times. Um, so it's it's in those situations, right? Like Debo lined up in the backfield for you defensively. Is he a wide receiver or is, or is he a running back? And kind of the same yeah. with McCaffrey. Like what? Like who? who is he? And all of that depends on, again, it checks your rules. That depends on how you want to play your scheme because you're going to have certain, certain um, – Certain defenses you're going to run, certain fronts you want to run against two backs. Okay, but is that really two backs? Because you're you're right. Be, be, because they have two backs in the field, it, you know, is that really is that really twenty one personnel? Um, do I and you have to decide: Are we going to play it as two backs, or are we going to view him? as a wide receiver in the backfield and play it without nickel guys uh, because you're going to have certain defenses, <coughs> excuse me, because, because what it's going to do again, it, it, it will determine who's doing what defensively, who had, where your run fits are, what type of defenses you want to play, whether you are in really, are you in run fronts, run defenses? Are you in more of a passing mode? a pass protection uh, mode because you are looking for them to throw the ball in that. It it is difficult. Last year, I think what teams eventually started doing was Debo is a running back. 
I think they started off, you know what, these are these are wide, they had three wide outs on the field. Is this is one back. You know, they're they're looking at it that way. But I think by the by the time it got over, they were like, wait a minute, wait a minute. He's a he's a running back. The problem is right now, how do you how do you play it? Because you just said you got too many guys that you can see back there. Cause sometimes you look back there and you got Kittle and Juice. Then you got McCaffrey and Kittle. Then you got Debo and McCaffrey. Okay. Now you got those guys on the field. You got Debo and McCaffrey. And now they just brought Mitchell out there too. He's on the field. And how, how, how do you view that? That's, that's an issue. Kyle, he's a master at that. And then it does. I, I can tell you right now, it's going to, it's going to check your rules. It's going to test your rules because the question is, isn't it's not even, it's, it's guys understanding where to play and what to do when they are in those different positions. So it's like you're asking a defense to do a lot or you got to play it very vanilla. You're going to have some base calls to go to. And if you do that, it doesn't take long for them to figure out exactly how to manipulate you and get you into the exact coverage or the exact front they want you in. And that becomes a problem for you defensively. So what is more effective against this offense? Is it man or is it zone? We saw the Cowboys run a lot of man on, on Monday night. Um, that depict well, see, they ran a lot of man because of the way the quarterback was playing and what he was capable of doing. And then you also know the quarterback can't run. So if you're playing a lot of man coverage, that means that you're chasing guys all over the field, which means if they're running, if the quarterback gets beyond that first wave, there's a big void and he can Purdy run a lot. Can. Purdy can, is capable of doing Purdy so. can run, yes, Purdy can run. So Purdy's capable of running, so that's, that's not necessarily the best way to play him with man coverage all the time because he can beat you with his legs. So you got you got to look at down and distance and things like that. So you say what's better, man or zone? That depends on your people. That depends on that depends on the um, uh, that the personnel that you have. Um, can you keep him in the pocket with your front four? If you keep it in the pocket with your front four, then you can play man. If you can't contain him, if you don't have the guys that, that with enough speed to get to him, you can't do that. Because he's going to be able to man coverage. Man coverage is always great. If you have the bodies to put on the bodies, it's the other thing too. When you say man coverage across the board, um, two things go. Can you stop the quarterback from running? If he's a, if he's a runner with Purdy, I think that could become an issue. Not that Pur- Purdy's a burner or anything, but he's a mover. He's quick enough to move the chains. That's number one. Number two, do you have enough bodies across the board to put a man on a man? And that's the part, right, for me, right? And yeah. that just opens up. I mean, there are yak opportunities, obviously, against zone, but I, I see man coverage. I see just confusion on some of these drags across yeah. the middle and, and, yeah. and good, you know, like chunk plays. Lot, yeah. Lots of them. So that's, uh, that's the problem. I don't, I don't think you, across the board, I don't think you have the guys to cover um a little, with, a little different with Tampa, right? I mean, you, you had yeah. Godwin and you had Mike Evans, and that was pretty much it, right? Yeah. Like, it, it's a whole nother ball game, right? When you, you start to look at these Niners, because not only do you got two studs out there at, at, at wide receiver in terms of B yeah. and, and 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 Debo, but now you gotta incorporate 85 and then yeah. 23 will line up in the slot, he'll line up in the backfield like this. Yeah. 
And we're not and, and, yeah. not to, you know, the likes of a, a Jennings or what have you, you know, who yeah. in on a, on a third down and make a big grab here. And so. the other part about that, too, is as well as is when you mention all those names, you also have to take into account that while these guys are running all over the place, the quick ball, ball he's still going to run his offense. So when you're in man coverage chasing the guy, you don't have people rallying to the ball. Yeah, on the they're, they're, they're on their guy. Yeah, they're on their guy. So they're not they're not necessarily when the ball comes out quickly, they're not directed to that slant that IU just caught. So by the time they react, you know, that can turn into a big play or or dumping one off to, um, uh, you know, Debo real fast or, or kill hidden. You, whoever catches the ball, guys are chasing elsewhere. So that's a, that's another aspect of it. So I, I Dallas has problems. It's, Bro, they got problems. It's, they got problems. It's, it's very, very fascinating. It's going back to your point about twenty-one personnel. You know, it may, it may look like it. It may not look like it. And, and I, I, I saw. I was watching. No, no, I'm a night owl. I was watching a very fascinating conversation last night, and, uh, and, and they do this from time to time uh, on NFL Live. And it's Marcus Spears. I heard him say something. That I've heard you say, uh, you know, many times on this pod. Whereas, um, Kyle will use your rules against you. Uh, yeah, which is which is very uh very very mm-hmm. so, so we we shall see. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast. So I believe he is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, we'll flip it over now. We will we'll, Dak. Look, I mean, it, it was there's a lot of many people thought that the Buccaneers would win or had a chance to win this game on Monday because of how putrid a performance it was by the Cowboys in the last week of the regular season, uh, against uh the, the Washington football team or the commanders I should say and then uh but not only that just the body of work especially of Dak leading up to the postseason right like he has not been the best version of himself now uh-huh. now he was he, he was fantastic on Monday night but coming into the playoffs we didn't see that version of Dak Prescott um how come come Sunday He's going to have to go up against this defense, right? He's going to have to go up against a Nick Bosa and company um, that is a greater unit uh, than the one he came across last season at home that gave him some issues. So what, what issues uh, do you see Dak having out there on Sunday? Um, the same ones he had last year. He's about to get hit in the beak. And nobody likes getting hit in the beak. And when he and he's shown all year long when he's getting hit and the pressure is in his face and he's getting knocked around. He'll just throw the ball up for grabs. That's what he's been doing. Last week was an anomaly. He didn't, he, you know, he, they were in control. They stayed in control. This won't be that type of game. This, this will be a game where he's going to, he's going to have pressure on him all the time. And he's going to make, he's going to make those mistakes that he's been making um, because he's going to see things, uh, things, things are going to be moving faster than back in this game. He, he's going to see once again, I said it last year. I'm going to say it again. Once they see them, you've been doing all that talking. They're going to be bigger. They're going to be stronger. They're going to be faster. They'll hit harder than you are expecting. And when that starts to happen, things aren't going to go as planned. That's what I expect to see on Sunday. This is not going to be what they just – the speed that they just saw last week is going to be nothing like what they are about to experience. And that's going to be the issue for them. Um, and nor will they ever be in a situation where they're, they're not feeling the pressure. So that's, that's, that's what I see. Dak, uh, Dak has not played well this season. No, he had a good game last week. He has not played well this season. 
You know, I mean, he, he threw some great balls this last game. And no, not going Dak. Dak is capable of definitely throwing good balls. He really is. But I'm just looking at the way the totality of your season, the type of player you've been this year, the mistakes you've made this year. Um, I don't I don't think that's going to all just go away. When you get pressure the way you're going to get and you play against the talent level that you are about to play against, I don't think those mistakes are going to go away. I see him doing the same thing, and I see this defense taking advantage of it. They don't miss the layups this year. You you talk about being being at the top of the league in takeaways. Dak has turned the ball over 15 times this season, Um, and so he led the league in that category uh, in in interceptions. Uh, And so that that part of it. And then their greatest weapons are in the run game. Um, yeah, and, and the Niners have been very good against the run so far this season. They got they got that two headed monster and Zeke and, and and Pollard. Uh, the outside doesn't really scare me as much. I mean, obviously CD has CD has taken a step, right? Um, but I don't think he's he's a DK no. Metcalf, which the Niners no, last no. week, right? Um, and then you got the, the tight end who, who who's pretty good and Schultz, and so obviously that, that that's someone who you're going to account for, but. Um, we shall see. We're gonna get to Ed's keys in a minute, but you talk about the toughness aspect of it, right? Like you, Cowboys want to run the ball against a team that's very good against the run. Niners bring that physicality on both sides of the ball. I think one one interesting thing to me that I saw during during the game uh, last week uh, during during the win over Seattle, you, you speak about just the physicality of this team, right? Niners opponents the week after playing the Niners, zero and fifteen on the season. Oh, and fifteen. Yeah, that's because you're bruised. Because uh, you're you're bruised and, and everything's sore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get to Ed's keys in just a second. This is the Believe Forty Nineers podcast on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, time now for Ed's keys here on the Believe in Forty Nineers podcast. Ed, your keys. We got uh, the Niners. We got the Cowboys. We got the NFC divisional round matchup at the Field of Jeans. Kickoff will be 3.30 p.m. local time on Fox. Kevin Burkhart, Greg Olson, Aaron Andrews, and Tom Rinaldi on the call if you're into that sort of thing. And the Niners, of course, playing at home on the red paint, back in front of the faithful for the second consecutive week in in this here postseason as the number two seed in the NFC, renewing that uh, longstanding rivalry with the Dallas Cowboys. And here are your keys, E.D., what we got. Well, you touched on it. I was going there in the run game. Uh, Dallas uh, is going to try to come in, and they're going to try to they're going to try to establish the run. I I, I think they're going to look at it and say, you know, some teams have had some early success running the ball along the Niners, and that's what they're going to try to do. So just go ahead and just take the heart in that aspect of it. Both sides of the ball. Uh, this is one of those games. You know that that's their strength. They're going to try to do it. I don't think they're going to try to put this on Dak. They're going to try to control the game in that aspect, and they're going to try to uh, slow down the, the defense and control control things in that aspect of it. So don't allow that to happen defensively. Um, put Make certain that you put them in situations to where Dak has to throw the ball. He's going to throw it to them. Take advantage of the mistakes that he is going to make when you put him in that position. Um, that's, that's the key on defense. Uh, just keep playing the way you've been playing. Offensively, Run it down their throat, run it down their throat, make have them in the huddle yelling at each other. This is I I know that they are expecting you to run the ball. I know that they are expecting us to run the ball. They are expecting McCaff a heavy dose of McCaffrey and Mitchell. 
and I think you should give it to him. As opposed to going over the top and throwing the ball because they're loaded up for the run, I think you take their hearts just like you used to against Green Bay. This need, this needs to be one of those molster nights where you, where you just run it down their throat and you just make them just go home. You've been waiting all year for it. Here it comes. Music to my ears. Those are ED's keys here on the Liam 49ers podcast. You know, there, there, there's nothing uh, that I enjoy more. Even more so, look, I mean, 500 total yards of offense. That, that's great. Brock Purdy, 300-something yards uh, through the air last week. That is fantastic. There's nothing I love more than a 300-yard rushing performance. Take <laughs> it hard. I'm, I'm telling you, that is, just take that, that, hard. Is, that is music to my ears. We'll we'll see the, the, the type of game plan that Kyle Shanahan comes out with. Uh, be the Niners and the Cowboys uh, for the second straight year in the playoffs. This time they'll run it back at the Field of Jeans after the Niners went out there last season and knocked off uh, Dallas 23-17. Uh, and it'll be the last game of the divisional round. It'll be a 3.30 p.m. kickoff. On Fox, 3.30 p.m. local time, of course, uh, on Fox. Uh, that's going to do it for us here on the Believe in 49ers podcast. As always, we want to encourage you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like or a follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead and hit that like or follow button. Uh, feel free to give us a like on YouTube as well. That's Believe in 49ers. Uh, hit us up on social media. I'm at R. Haylock. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore on Twitter. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at ED25. So, from a partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. We'll see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.